you got the Wordle bug yet? I read the... I saw this. Yes, go on. I haven't tried it yet. I played it a couple of times. Did you? Now. Yeah. It's really, it only takes five minutes. It's, it's good. A free and simple online word game that's gone viral will never become attention-grabbing or ad-laden, it's crazy as promised. That's refreshing, isn't it? Uh, Wordle challenges people to find a five-letter word in six guesses with a new puzzle published every day. It's amassed more than 300,000 followers in uh, three months. Uh, creator Josh Wardle says that he never intends for it to go viral and wants to maintain its simplicity. The game is available online through a free website but doesn't have a smartphone app. I'm a bit suspicious of mobile apps that demand your attention and send you push notifications to get more of your no attention, he said. I like the idea of doing the opposite of that. Uh, what about a game that deliberately doesn't want much of your attention? Wordle is very simple and you can play it in three minutes and that is all you get. Uh, there's also no ads and I'm not doing anything with your data and that is also quite deliberate. Uh, the puzzle game offers just one five-letter word each day, the same word for everyone playing. Beginners begin by guessing any five-letter word. If any parts of the letters are in the word but in the wrong place, they turn gold. If they're in the word in the right place, they turn green. And if they're not in the word, they turn grey. It's good, actually. OK, I'll give it a go. You only get six attempts to get it right. It's a bit like a... Boggle, then. I mean, I know Boggle, you have more letters, oh, don't yeah. you? But it's a similar concept. It took me five goes to get it today. I won't tell you what the answer was, <laughs> obviously. But it's just a bit of fun. And it's quicker than the crossword as well. OK, over to you. Well, it's all about duets. Mm-hmm. Are you going to mention that song, though? <laughs> no, I'm not. No, no, no. You have until 10 o'clock to guess which song I'm referring to. Question number one. In 1978, which duet released You Don't Bring Me Flowers? Neil Diamond and Barbara Streisand. Correct. In 1982, Baby Come To Me was a hit by which duet? Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, can we go to the next one? Come back to that. Okay, the last one was in 2009. Empire State of Mind was a hit duet for which singers? Um, Alicia Keys and a brother. <laughs> no. I don't know. It was Jay Z. Uh, Jay-Z and Alicia Keys and uh, number two Baby Patsy Baby Come To Me LaBelle Mini Mini Ha Ha No, Mini Mini Skirts Mini Brum Brum Mini Minor Brum 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 Mini <laughs> Mini Minneapolis Powers Mini Powers Powers <laughs> Oh Oh, come on. It's, I know, it's, used, I know, it's in I know, the... Yeah, baby, it's a mini something or a something powers. Have we got it? Probably, but that's cheating. Uh, is it James Ingram? He, that's right. And... A mini... Come on. I'm sure it's a mini. Mini Ripperton. OK. Something <laughs> powers. It's a film. Something powers. Austin powers. Yes. So, put mini, it all together, what have you got? Mini Austin. <laughs> I was looking for mini Austin... <laughs> Come on, you had Jane. You said the first. You said the first name of the woman. Patty Labelle. No, you just said Patty and. Patty Smith. Oh my God! What is wrong with you? Oh, I can't think of it. Patty. <laughs> you, you said it. Uh, Patty Austin. Yes. Oh. And. James Ingram. Correct. I got that bit right. Yeah. Eventually. Oh, Eventually. Go and lie down. Anyway, you're supposed to play Empire State of Mind. 
tough. <laughs> he wanted this. God, that was too much for me. The news is next. On FM and DAB Plus across the Côte d'Azur, on your phone and worldwide online. This is Riviera Radio with the latest local news for the south of France. Sarah Lysa has the top stories across the Riviera. After three turbulent days fueled by controversial remarks from French President Emmanuel Macron, the National Assembly has this morning adopted the bill transforming the health pass into a vaccine pass. Announced in mid-December by the head of state in the face of the health crisis, the text was approved at 5.25am this Thursday morning with 214 votes in favour, 93 against and 27 abstained. The bill must now be examined by the Senate early next week and is planned to be introduced by the government on January the 15th but could be postponed by a few days. From this date, it will be necessary for those over 12 years of age to be able to justify a vaccination status in order to access leisure activities, restaurants and bars, fairs or public transport. A negative test will no longer be enough except to access health facilities and services. Among its amendment, MPs have changed the vaccination pass required for school trips and extracurricular activities, which will now be from 16 years of age instead of 12. Government spokesman Gabriel Attel has evoked a particularly tense situation in the Provence-Alpes-Côte d'Azur region concerning the number of Covid cases, with the latest incident rate reaching a record 1,642 cases per 100,000 inhabitants. According to the latest figures provided by the regional health agency, 1,554 Covid patients are currently hospitalised in the PACA region and 516 patients have been admitted to intensive care units. Meanwhile, Attal also said on Wednesday that the government is going to expand the list of compelling reasons, in particular professional, for travel between France and the UK. The government spokesman said that the restrictions between the two countries could also be eased further next week, saying that the Omicron variant is now affecting both countries in a similar way. And the Italian government has decided to introduce compulsory vaccination for all people over the age of 50. Faced with a rise in Covid cases, the government decided on Wednesday to introduce the vaccination obligation for all people over the age of 50. Italy has 59 million inhabitants, including 28 million over the age of 50. That's according to the National Institute of Statistics. Uh, the new measure comes as the government had already announced that from the 10th of January, the vaccination pass will be required in transport, hotels, restaurants, fairs, congresses, as well as swimming pools and gyms. Until now, to take the train and the plane, it was enough to be in the possession of a basic health pass, which would be obtained thanks to vaccination, but also with just a negative test. Italy in recent days has recorded high numbers of new positive cases, more than 189,000 on Wednesday and more than 170,000 on Tuesday. In total, more than 1.4 million people are currently positive in Italy. The first European country to be hit hard by the pandemic, Italy has recorded more than 138,000 deaths since the beginning of 2020. Due to the health situation, the highly anticipated Prom Classic will not take place in Nice this Sunday, January the 9th. Every year, the Prom Classic welcomes several thousand participants. However, this year's edition has been postponed until a later date, which has not yet been confirmed. 
French actress Bridget Bardot has revealed to Gala magazine that she does not want to be vaccinated against Covid, saying she's allergic to all chemicals. Asked by the Celebrity Weekly if she was vaccinated, the star who lives in Saint-Tropez replied, oh no, I'm allergic to all chemicals. Bardot went on to say that even when she travelled to Africa, she refused the yellow fever vaccine, adding, my doctor wrote me a fake certificate and I left and came back in great shape. In other news this morning, the Paris court uh, ruled on Wednesday that Sanofi had committed a fault by failing to comply with its duty of vigilance and its obligation to inform about the risks of its drug Depakine for epileptic and bipolar patients during pregnancy. Sanofi has since announced its intention to appeal the judgment. The procedure was launched in May 2017 at the initiative of an association and according uh, to the latest reports, they said that they believed that the company had been too late in informing patients of the risks of malformations or developmental delays in children whose mothers had received the treatment during pregnancy. According to estimates by the Health Insurance and Medicines Agency, uh, the drug is responsible for malformations in 2,150 to 4,100 children. Finally, President Macron is scheduled to visit our region next Monday, the 10th of January. He will first visit Nice, where he will lay the foundation stone for a modern new police complex before moving on to the Roya Valley. The president last visited the valley just after Storm Alex devastated the area back in October 2020. Riviera Radio, Sports News. Cricket states at the fourth test between Australia and England in Sydney. The home side are piling on the runs now. 392 for seven. Usman Quadra is still there, 133 knots out. Mitchell Stark wagging the tail, uh, 30 knots out. There was some success for England bowlers earlier. Four wickets for Stuart Broad and one apiece for Anderson Wood and Joe Root. But it's looking like a tall wall to get over that one. So, hmm. Uh, South Africa need 122 runs to secure victory in the second test against India in Johannesburg. On day three, India were bowled out for 266 in their second innings. A stump South Africa had reached 118 for two in their second innings. Football, Chelsea have beaten Spurs 2-0 at Stamford Bridge in the semi-final first leg of the English League Cup. Uh, meanwhile, Liverpool's semi-final against Arsenal has been postponed because of a coronavirus outbreak in the Liverpool camp. Here are the details from BBC Sports. BBC Premier League update from the home of Premier League football. Hello, I'm Andy Barwell at the BBC Sports Centre. Chelsea defeated Tottenham Hotspur 2-0 in the first leg of their English Football League Cup semi-final. Well, Kai Havertz and an own goal settled the game at Stamford Bridge. And with Romelu Lukaku back in the Chelsea team, after saying that he'd wanted to leave the club in the near future... Boss Thomas Tuchel was asked about how he thought the record signing had played in their success over Spurs. I'm happy with the performance. I like how he played. He was he was strong. He was involved. He was uh, strong and uh, had showed huge commitment in our defensive work, which was important and uh, was always dangerous. Always used his body had, uh, and 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 uh, was always uh, was always involved in dangerous situations. Um, I expected it, honestly, because Romelu can handle pressure and he can handle adversity. And um, he, he seemed to be relaxed after after the decision was made and, and after uh, we, we, we finished our talks and he finished his talks and knew what's going on. 
Liverpool's EFL Cup semi-final first leg with Arsenal on Thursday has been postponed because of a severe outbreak of Covid at the Anfield club. Assistant boss Pep Linders became the latest to have to isolate. Linders took charge of Sunday's Premier League draw at Chelsea with manager Jurgen Klopp already isolating. Players Alisson, Joel Matip and Roberto Firmino missed that game too and three other staff members tested positive. And the Arsenal midfielder Ainsley Maitland-Niles is set to complete a loan move to Italy, joining Jose Mourinho's Roma for the rest of the season. Maitland-Niles has made 11 appearances for Arsenal this season, but has only started two Premier League games. For more football news on the BBC, go to bbc.com football. BBC Premier League update from the home of Premier League football. Chelsea 2 Spurs nil. Can we play you every week? Uh, tennis, Novak Djokovic looks set to be deported from Australia after his visa was revoked at Melbourne Airport. The world number one was detained by authorities for several hours before being sent to a quarantine centre. Djokovic has not revealed his vaccine status but has said he's opposed to vaccination. He was granted a medical exemption by Tennis Australia before the Prime Minister Scott Morrison stepped in to say the player should not be granted any special favours. Now, the issue has caused a huge backlash in Australia and has left both Tennis Australia and the government with questions to answer. And in Rugby Union, the Welsh Rugby Union is considering switching its home Six Nations games to England because of pandemic crowd restrictions in Wales. Now, Wales First Minister Mark Drakeford has imposed restrictions on sporting events, meaning the professional games are being effectively played behind closed doors. The next review of the measures is due tomorrow, but the Welsh RFU says it's looking at options. Wales are due to host Scotland in Cardiff on February the 12th in their opening Six Nations match. They're also due to play, uh, uh, it says March in Cardiff, but that would be France in Cardiff on March the 11th and Italy the following weekend, meaning if the restrictions continue, they could play more than half of the tournament behind closed doors. It's all right, isn't it? Who wants to see Wales anyway? Joke, joke. Here's the marine weather forecast for coastal areas up to 20 miles offshore the Almaracim and Navarre. The general situation is a depression, 1,005 millibars over the Tyrrhenian Sea. Now, winds are variable, force 2 to 4, the sea is slight, visibility is good. Barometric pressure at saint jean cap and 997 millibars. And the outlook for Friday, clear skies, force 2 to 4, variable winds, slight seas and good visibility. For North Corsica, winds are northeasterly, force 6 to 7, the sea is moderate to rough, visibility is good, barometric pressure at Cap Corsica, 998 millibars. And the outlook for Friday, clear skies, force 3 to 5, northeasterly winds, slight to moderate seas, and good visibility. Riviera Radio, weather. I think we had a heavy dose of rain last night, didn't we? We certainly did, I just washed the car, so that was normal. <laughs> I didn't hear it, but it was very wet when I went out this morning. Clear skies, light to moderate uh, northwesterly winds, temperatures 12 to 14 degrees, overnight lows 4 to 6 degrees on the coast, minus 3 degrees inland with clear skies. Uh, Friday and the start of the weekend, clear skies, highs of 10 to 12 degrees, finally. You may have embarked on dry January and while it sounds like a great idea, giving up alcohol for a month and giving our livers a rest, research has revealed that more than half of those who start dry January are likely to give it up by the second week. A 2 in 10 admit they won't last the whole month without alcohol and 3 in 10 will be happy to stick to it for just two weeks. And needing a drink at the end of the day, wanting to socialise and not wanting to miss out are among the reasons that adults give up. I'm not allowed to drink anyway. There you go. Quite got into drinking Orangina 
last couple of months. <laughs>